And good morning, everyone, and uh, welcome to the mile rate. We have a look back at uh, a terrific card at Geelong last night and also a look at the Globe Derby. They had their feature events on last night. The three features were all won by Victorian horses. Rob Orber joins me uh, this morning, as he does every Sunday morning on the mile rate. And, Rob, first of all, uh, how was your night at Geelong last night? It was a bit cold. However, it was a terrific night. We saw some great action there and some really good stories came out of the night with some very good performances by some individual horses. Rob, uh, we might just touch on the action in South Australia first before we get to Geelong because uh, the Victorians uh, had a terrific night. It was uh, the South Australian Pacing Cup now at Group 2 level. Anthony Butt drove uh, a couple of winners on the card, but he got the Quinella. He and uh, Sonia Smith prepared the Quinella, but he drove the winner Boots Electric in their Group 2 Cup. Terrific performance by uh, Anthony Butt and Boots Electric, uh, continuing the dominance of Anthony Butt and Sonia Smith. This horse here is a four-year-old by some beach somewhere, and he continues to uh, follow the uh, virtue of the path of Wolf Stride. And I still recall uh, interviewing Anthony Butt on our uh, Trots Vision program a little while ago with you, Dan, and we actually asked him to compare where Boots Electric uh, sits alongside Wolf Stride. And he always uh, his response was, I think he's about 12 months behind Wolf Stride, not only in age, but he felt that the horse has got uh, the ability to go on and become a very good horse. And he proved it last night with a great performance, uh, pretty much working to the front in that South Australian Pacing Cup. And when he was challenged on the home turn, he just uh, dashed away for a very impressive win. He's a very exciting horse. And I wouldn't be surprised to see another 12 months' time, not only we'll be talking about Wolfstride, but we'll be talking about Boots Electric at the Grand Circuit level. He won at 100 to 1, the, or 100 to 1 in to win the Group 1 four-year-old Bonanza, which that race over the years has probably been as good a form line as there is in harness racing. Um, and he's certainly on the, uh, on the forward uh, surge there. The four-year-old's Quinellering, uh, the Group 2 South Australian Cup. His stable mate, Perfect Stride, running second. In the derby, it was Aladdin. He's a very smart horse. We've talked about him before. Uh, and he was terrific, uh, taking on uh, some pretty handy horses to win the SA derby. Uh, he was terrific. Uh, he was a purchase uh, from uh, New Zealand. I think the connections paid around 80000 for him and they got their money back about a week later when he took out the uh, 100000 plus Group 1 race over in New Zealand. He's now come across to uh, join Greg Norman and the Cormac family who reside in South Australia would have had a big thrill in winning their hometown derby with Aladdin. Uh, he was able to lead throughout I still felt the run of Bondi lockdown was outstanding. I mean, he was three wide into the breeze. He did plenty of work, and despite getting beaten six metres, his run was full of merit. You reverse the barrier draws. I don't think Aladdin would have beaten Bondi lockdown. A piece of Lou ran third in the race, the other Greg Norman-trained runner, and he was also very good. But all honours to Aladdin, the barrier draw suited him last night, but uh, I really love the run of Bondi lockdown. He's a very exciting horse in the making. On the Group 2 Trotters Cup, uh, the short prize favourite was Chester Molly Archer, but it was the Penny Drops, trained by Ray Harvey and driven by South Australian Mark Billinger, to take out the trotting feature.
Oh, a big thrill for Ray Harvey, uh, locally trained uh, trotter from Stall, and Ray Harvey, uh, who I think works at the Stall racetrack, and uh, he, I think trains one or two horses, and uh, to be uh, looking back uh, through his uh, career and finding out that he won the South Australian Trotters Cup, a Group 2 event, I'm sure it's going to uh, sit with him for the rest of his life, and it was a great performance. Just Molly Archer, who was the favourite for Andy Gaff, started a short price favourite, uh, came to the home turn and was in all sorts of uh, trouble and they Penny drops, ran it down from midfield and came away for a very comfortable win, a very impressive win and well done to Ray Harvey. Stress factor came second for Brent Lilly and Daryl Douglas and just Molly Archer, probably the disappointing favourite, ending up in third spot. And Scott uh, Ewan went back uh, home uh, to his old home in South Australia. Well, it still felt like home. And he had a double there with Troubled Giro and an assassinator who was uh, quite impressive and looked well-placed. He took out his race there. So a very exciting night at uh, Globe Derby last night. As it was at uh, Geelong, Rob, where you were, um, it uh, was uh, you said it was cold, but there was some pretty hot action on the track there. And... The race that I think everybody was looking forward to was to see if Tornado Valley could pass the million-dollar mark. He had to win the Trotters free-for-all, and he had to do it hard without cover, and he just fell short on the night. It was a terrific performance. Uh, so one of the highlights, this is the Group 3, Sundon's Gift Trotters free-for-all. Tornado Valley on the outside. He's tough. He has to dig in tonight. The deafness released. Moonshine Linda pants up, runs on around Nephew of Sunoco, then Branlow Prince. Big Jack Hammer's all out. Tornado Valley trying to stare him down. Big Jack Hammer, Tornado Valley, a great tussle in the Sundon's gift. Tornado Valley lifting out after Big Jack Hammer. Big Jack Hammer, Tornado Valley. Big Jack Hammer has defied Tornado Valley and third pants up running a ripping race. Moonshine Linda just broke after the line, running in fourth from my sky pocket, Branlow Prince, nephew of Sunoco. And credit to Tornado Valley as well. It took our horses absolute 110% effort to beat that horse, and we still only just beat him. Um, but yeah, we two starts ago, we were a bit concerned where he was in his career, and conversations about retirement did, did arise with Dominic and uh, myself and, and Ake, and um, Last start was probably the, the, the do or die, and he went super, and he, his preparation into tonight was just, just spot on. So we'll, we're happy enough tonight to roll the dice, and um, yeah, it paid off. His last win was in May last year, um, you know, defeating Lucinda Max, Sundon's Courage, you know, both very nice horses. But it's probably, you know, another six months before that. He, he went through a really good patch, didn't he? he? He was really at the top level, and just things started to fall away a little bit. Yeah, for sure. He um, he got to that top level pretty quick with us, and we were lucky enough to, to pick up some really handy races with him. And he, he took us on a terrific ride, took us over to New Zealand, and he, I think he won three Group Ones in in, you know, in four or five starts. It was something silly like that. But I, I think that racing at the top level took its toll on him, um, and the, he has a bit of wear and tear now as, a, as an aged horse, and he is a bit of a high maintenance horse. So. You know, Dominic's been super patient. Um, we've we've had to back off him at certain times, and yeah, Dom's always got the horse's best interest at heart, and um, we'll just keep racing him as long as he's competitive at this level. He'll keep racing, but uh, yeah, uh, it's, it's just been a super team effort, everyone at home, uh, to get him going again, and the old man and Dom as well. The mile rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. 
Rob, Big Jack Hammer, he, he put the writing on the wall last start. Amazingly, this is a horse that's actually won five Group 1 races, and he uh, he was pretty good last night. Tornado Valley was very brave. He was lifting again, wasn't he, at the line. He was uh, giving it his all, but just went under by a head. Big Jack Hammer, great to see him back in the winner's list. I mean, there was talk about retiring this horse uh, towards the end of last year when he just sort of lost his way and wasn't really performing to the level that he was uh, showing previously when he'd been to New Zealand and uh, winning those Group 1 races uh, throughout his career. He put the riding on the wall after a, a little freshen up last start savaging the line into third placing and last night when he drew the front row it was really uh, a case of finding out whether Big Jack Hammer could take the next step again to uh, find himself in a winner's list in a group race and Josh Aiken chanced his arm at the start he flew to gate led, led got a bit keen in the run and uh, from that point Tornado Valley had to come around to sit in the breeze and it was always going to be tough for Tornado Valley but he did a terrific job he lunged on the line he only missed by a head maybe a little bit further Tornado Valley might have got even closer again to Big Jack Hammer might have got up and won but all honours to the winner Big Jack Hammer well done to David and Josh Aiken getting this horse back to uh, his top form the champ lost no admirers, Tornado Valley. Only went down ahead, so he edged up a, a little bit closer to that $1 million mark. He's so close. I think he's about $6,000 or so short of it. Pants up. Eye-catching run for Marine John Caldo, making good ground from back in the field. And Moonshine Linda, my sky pocket, uh, nephew of Sunoco. They all went okay, had their chances. Brandlow Prince was expected a bit of odds but didn't finish the race off and sparkling success unfortunately broke and put uh, pay to any chance he had. But Big Jack Hammer, all honours and well done to the champ Tornado Valley finishing so close. The uh, pacing free-for-all, what a fantastic story. General Dodge, Rob, he's obviously been littered with uh, injuries right throughout his career. Uh, he's had four starts in about the last four years with long gaps in between. And he resumed, uh, and he was just brilliant. Flew the gate, trained by Mick Chirkop. Uh, look, if he stays sound, there's a big win in him. Yeah, look, Dan, uh, the chances of him staying sound is going to be the biggest challenging uh, effort for Mick Chirkop. They've had numerous campaigns with this horse where pretty much he's had, I think there was one stretch there where he had six runs. Uh, but other than that, most of his campaigns have been two or three runs. Mick's done an amazing job to get him back as an eight-year-old. I think probably from his raw natural ability, this horse was clearly destined to be a Grand Circuit horse. He's as special as I've seen. I think from uh, all my time at Tabcourt Park, Melton, looking at the trials, there were four horses that really stood out uh, for mine, Mel Park Major being one of those, uh, Villa Gem, uh, Smoking Up and General Dodge. Those four horses trialled like horses that were Grand Circuit horses or at least winning Group 1 racing. The previous three certainly did it. I've no doubt this horse has got the natural ability to do it. I think it's probably a case now where Mick Cherkop has to sit back now and look at the racing calendar, try to find a race where it's 100,000 and just throw him into it because he's got the ability. You can't uh, virtually rely on this horse staying sound and uh, I think it's time now that just pick a big race and go for it. Dear pity he couldn't have had a couple of runs under his belt because the race in Adelaide, you would think, would have been perfect. This is General Dodge, an eight-year-old, first up for more than a year, taking the tab, Captain Sandy Free-for-All.
Peg Pacifico Dream can't get a look in and peeling wide Bonsell Benjamin top of the stretch 250 to go the field bunches up in the captain Sandy free for all he released the brakes on reactor now into the clear general dodge down the outside is Bonsell Benjamin with a big finale Bonsell Benjamin along the inside general dodge general dodge charge clear he's back general dodge comes on to win by 10 meters untouched Bonsell Benjamin Pacifico Dream flying through late running out of gas at the end reactor now fourth and I'm another masterpiece I cut unbelievable ability yeah definitely Robbie um, was pretty excited when I got the opportunity to to drive him in the trials and then uh, offered the, the drive in him um, race night and always watched him from afar and um, thought he was you know very good and um, a fella down home way that's good friends with connections Jason Camilleri always told me how good the horse was and yeah, he wasn't wrong. Um, I always said Chili Palmer only got to drive him once was probably the, the quickest horse from point to point speed, but I think this guy's definitely probably got him. Um, yeah, he's he's freakish uh, what he can do in within, you know, 50 metres. Well, you know, like... The Mile Rate, thanks to Australasia's best harness action at thetrots.com.au, where you can watch every race live and free on Trots Vision. It's a terrific win. Lachlan McIntosh calling it to Geelong last night. General Dodge and Jason Lee had the drive, and uh, that was a special win. I hope he stays sound because he's a very special horse. Yeah, look, terrific run. Uh, Bonzel Benjamin was t- terrific coming from back in the field. He surprised me. I never thought he was up to that class, and he savaged the line. It was a real big run, Bonzel Benjamin. His last two runs have indicated to me that he's... Uh, on the way up, uh, his run last night was outstanding coming from back in the field. Pacifico Dream. Look, Kate Gath alluded he'll probably need to run. He wasn't disgraced. Uh, he'll be improved by that run once he got crossed at the start. I think uh, next start or two, uh, you'll see him back in the winner's list. Reactor now, once again had his chance, just wasn't able to finish off the race. Uh, I'm another masterpiece. I cast no shadow in Roman Aviator. Things didn't go right for those horses. But General Dodge... Terrific run. He's a very good horse. Back to the first on the card, the John McCulloch train mare, Yanari, successful, driven by Michelle Phillips. She turned out to be pretty consistent mare over the last couple of preparations, Rob. She's got gate speed, and when she gets to the pegs in particular, she's always seemingly got a kick left at the end of her races, and she did have one again last night. Yeah, terrific win by Yanari. We saw this horse during the regional racing, Danny, at Tabcorp Park, where she kept uh, improving each time. And once again last night, she showed that uh, she's still on the way up. Terrific training performance by John McCulloch. So well done to him. I know he'll be absolutely stoked with the win, and he would have been up all night celebrating. Michelle Phillips took the drive, got the mare out of the gate well. She handed up the lead to Daylight at Dawn, finished off strongly up the sprint lane to win. Daylight at Dawn. Really nice performance. This horse is also on the up for Sean Kittle. Certainly will be improved by that performance last night, being second up. Finn Flost had to do some work in the breeze, battled on well. Orby and Azza from back in the field. But uh, all honours to Yanari. I think the horses to follow out of that are Daylight at Dawn and Finn Frost. They'll all be winning once again very soon. Swayze, smart three-year-old, was first up. Uh, looked like he was, well, he was losing ground on Lockenvar Chief. It took off, off the back straight Lockenvar Chief, but race changed complexion in the home straight. 
Yeah, look, uh, Lochinvar Chief, look, the winner coming to the home turn and dashed away. Speaking to Dave Moran later on in the night on Trot's Vision, he indicated that something wasn't quite right with Lochinvar Chief over the last 100 metres or so. There might have been some breathing issue with Lochinvar Chief, so I think we uh, best to forgive that horse's run last night. Swayze, uh, good effort. Tim Butt, Riley Butt, bring up his first driving win here in Victoria. He's only a young kid, I think uh, 18 or 19 years of age, and uh, Riley looks to have a really bright future. He's put his hand up as a concession driver to open up his opportunities with other trainers in the state. So if there's anyone out there looking for a concession-claiming driver, Riley Butt joins this list of very talented youngsters we have here in Victoria at the moment. Aliens exist. Very big run came from last and flash time just missed by a half head. Certainly another win for uh, the Chris Finozio trained runner Aliens Exist is uh, knocking on the door. Belmont Royale was an eye-catching run for Jeff Webster and Michael Bellman. And as I mentioned, a disappointing run was Lochinvar Chief. But Swayze looks to be a really nice horse, and Riley Butt indicated the stable have got a very big opinion of him, and he'll be looking at uh, competing in some of the big feature Group 1 races of three rolls later on in the year. The Flying Brick Cider two-year-old Phillies Classic, the fourth race. Really good bunch of fillies here, but Irish Black Label on debut. Lauriston Bloodstock bred and owned. A better side filly out of Rosie O'Reilly was able to dominate from the front, and she, uh, she won pretty easily. She did. Uh, she was able to find the lead pretty comfortably, uh, Danny. Uh, first two quarters, 30 and 30.9. She dictated the race, and it was just a sprint home after that. 27.9, 27.7, mile rate of 156.6. She's beautifully bred by Better's Delight out of Rosie O'Reilly. Comes out of a very good family that's left half a million dollar winners going back a couple of generations ago. She's got uh, a little bit of a look-alike to uh, horses like Ladies in Red and Tough Tilly. She's got a long way to go before she can emulate those uh, achievements but certainly Kate Gath indicated the stable has a very big opinion of her and they expect her to be in a big feature of two-year-old fillies races later on in the year and her performance last night was full of merit Beach Memories had to sit uh, without cover for David Moran battled on well David was wrapped with her performance last night Relentless Me was an eye-catching run for Brittany O'Brien still a maiden but she's going well and Captain Me who was driven by Mark Purden last night got very keen in the preliminary sat behind the leader but just didn't finish off the race but Irish Black Label, certainly a, a horse on the up, and I think we'll be hearing a lot more of her. Race five, the Lang Drivers Room, Vic Bread Pace, and it was Steel Screens, a horse that we both have had a lot of time for, and at times he shows he's, a, he's better than average, doesn't he? And last night I thought he was terrific. He was. Uh, Explicit Castle, who started the favourite, drew barrier one, came out of the gate hard, but just didn't have the toe to hold out steel screens going to the first turn. And once James Herbertson found the lead, that was the first of his uh, driving double for last night. Steel screens uh, pulled away for a very good win, a mile rate of 153.5. 27-2 first quarter. He got a breather second quarter, 30.7, and then sizzled home 27-6 and 28. It was a very good performance by steel screens to win. Explicit Castle uh, ran well, had its chance, just wasn't able to go with steel screens over the concluding stages. Major Assassin, Crime Rider and Bracken Reed all went okay, but uh, I think we can take nothing away from the winner. He was uh, too good for Ashley Herbertson and James Herbertson. Well done to the team uh, of the Herbertson family. They do a great job with their horses and Keith Parry, the winning owner, is a terrific contributor to our sport. 153.5, new track record for the mile for steel screens. Tea Tree Tommy, hasn't he really found his, uh, 
Uh, he's spot now. He's uh, he's turned into such a good horse. He's not so good around the turns, Rob, but um, he lost ground on Morgan Miley, but didn't he finish strongly in the last 100? Yeah, there's a bit of X factor about this horse, Danny. He's come a long way, and uh, to take on that field last night... And it wasn't a you know a top class field, but certainly some horses there that have got some really good ability. And T Tree Tommy from Barrier Seven did plenty of work and was able to get to, to outside the leader and then finish off the way he did was a terrific win. And listening to Anne Marie Conroy on Trot's Vision last night, trick trained by her partner uh, Mick Barbie, uh, this horse here he's uh, a seven year old. He hasn't had a lot of racing. But there's, a, there's going to be some big big wins for this horse, Danny. He's uh, on the way up. And Anne-Marie, who's normally very conservative with her, uh, I suppose, responses, she was upbeat last night and she was excited. And she even said, uh, I was surprised how well he went and how easy he won at the finish. So he's a very good horse uh, on the way up. Morgan Miley had its chance from the draw. Daiquiri, really good run was nearly going to get behind the leader uh, and then uh, that spot was taken by Ismok who kicked through on the inside and Dakari who then uh, uh, made a run three wide uh, finished off well, I think there's a win for him soon. Zaram galloped at the start, made up a huge amount of ground it was a very good run, Ismok not too far away but T Tree Tommy there's a big future for him he's the seven year old but there's a very big win somewhere down the track for him Ample Power was able to turn it around and race eight. Um, Arden Voyager did what Arden Voyager obviously uh, do, or does, uh, and that's over race, set up a bit of a tempo, and Ample Power, who'd been out of form, I'd say, Rob, uh, he turned it around last night. Yeah, Stables persevered with him. Uh, he's certainly been a uh, very good and very bad horse at the same time, but last night he was at his brilliant best. The speed early really suited him, and he let down with a big uh, lightning move down the back straight after the lead time of 33 29.5, 30.5, and then he let down with a big last uh, third two, two last two quarters, 28.5 and 29.4 for a mile rate of 156. Good to see him back in the winner's list for Emma Stewart and David Moran, bring up a, a double for Emma. Last night, raced by Peter Gleeson and Dave Moran, the winning driver. Yorkshire, who had plenty of support on the fixed odds market, hit the line strongly into second placing. Uh, Van Mara was engaged in that uh, speed battle, did a really good job to hang on to run third. And Glen Averill King watched Pulp Fiction into fourth and fifth placing. But ample power, Yorkshire. But the run of the race was uh, Van Mara. He was certainly softened up and did a mighty job to run third. Arden Voyager stood down uh, per a trial and a vet certificate. Rock and Roll Noel was claimed. The last event, David Aiken completed a training double, as did James Herbert's in a driving double. Honolulu Bay, short price favourite and much too good. Oh, a huge win. Uh, just went to the front and just kept running. 151.9, uh, another track record last night. Uh, he was kicking uh, uh, the wheels a little bit in the run, Honolulu Bay, which got him fired up, but he just uh, he blitzed his rivals. It was just uh, lead all the way. 26.9 first quarter, 29.4. He went down the back in 26.6 and 29 home for a mile rate of 151.9, a track record, one by 15.5 metres, and Honolulu Bay was outstanding. The Panthers tried hard chasing, so did Maestro Bellini. Uh, live on Broadway will continue to improve, and where you've been bopping, just had to work too hard. But can't take anything away from Onalua Bay. He looks a very exciting horse.
Previous track record, Steel Screens set it at 153.5 during the night. So it was the first time in about 13 years there'd been a Metro Saturday night program, and I think it showed with the quality of horse, certainly the quality of times, and Honolulu Bay setting a, a mark of 151.9. I tend to think that m- might stand for for a little while now, uh, Rob. Um, thanks, yeah, Rob, for well joining us on John the mile Dunn rate. And the team down at uh, Beckley Park, Geelong, uh, the new facilities that they opened up last night was outstanding. And when you go back to the old days of the great crowds at Geelong. Uh, I can see that uh, it, this new facility will certainly bring lots of new people back to harness racing that enjoyed racing at Beckley Park. Those facilities are outstanding and well done to the team there. Yeah, great to, to see with John Dunn. He was a guest on Cracking the Codes this morning and the racing was great. And I'm sure we'll see many more Saturday Night Metro cards at Geelong and it's thoroughly deserved. Robbie, thank you. Look forward to doing it all again next Sunday morning on the mile rate. Yes, you too, Danny. I'm off to coaching.